Well, hey there, Merry Christmas, Friendship Family. Thanks for joining us online today. You know, the last few weeks here in December of 2021, we've been uh, celebrating this Advent season. We've been in this series called Wonder, where we've been looking at the themes of hope, peace, joy, and love. And I, I've enjoyed it myself. I hope that it's stirred up the wonder of of Christmas in you in this season. Today we're going to conclude by talking about the wonder of Christ because Advent culminates in the birth or the coming of Christ. A Savior is born and this is why we are celebrating in this season. And so this morning I want to read from Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5 some incredible words regarding the birth of Christ. It says in Galatians 4 starting in verse number 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And I love that verse, and and in particular those words, the fullness of time. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son. And so there's this, this aspect of time in here. And when you think about it, when you think about God who is eternal, he exists outside of time. He's not bound by time like we mere mortals are. And yet time and timing is such a huge component of of God's plan and God's work in the world. Time and and timing. When you go back to John chapter 1, we see in the Gospel of John, starting in verse 1, it says that that Jesus existed before his birth, and yet there came a time when the Word became flesh and came and dwelt among us. John chapter 1, verse number 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Who was the Word? It tells us down in verse number 14. It says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so, speaking of Jesus, that Jesus existed in eternity past. From the beginning, he was, he was there. And yet there came a point in history when the fullness of time had come, when Jesus entered into human history. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And so we see time there. And when we see the fact that in the fullness of time, Jesus came and he came, according to John chapter 1, to bring life and he came to bring light. In other words, he came to change the course of human history came to bring life and light to every single person, to change the life of every single person by bringing light into the darkness and by bringing life to those who are walking in, in who are walking dead men, walking dead women. He came to bring life and light. This is why he came. But, but if, if you remember, and maybe you're not aware of this, prior to the birth of Christ, right before the Gospels, we see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament, there's a period between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And for us, it's just like a page, right? We flip over into the New Testament. But in human history, there was a period that were called the 400 years of silence from the last 
prophetic word from the prophet of God, Malachi, from God to his people, 400 years until John the Baptist comes on the scene in, in the Gospels and the New Testament, and he proclaims the coming of Jesus, and then Jesus enters into the world. And so there's this, this period of 400 years of silence where there's a lot of waiting and a lot of wondering from God's people, like, God, where are you? What are you doing? But in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, born of, of a woman. And the arrival of Jesus changed everything. It changed everything. I want to read you a quote from a guy named Brett McCracken. He writes for the Gospel Coalition. And speaking of this passage in Galatians 4, it says this, The arrival of Jesus in history also marks a hinge point. We literally divide time according to his arrival. B.C., before Christ's birth, A.D., and Domini is after. And history shifted course in dramatic fashion when the fullness of time had come and God sent forth his son. Uh, McCracken goes on to say, I've always loved the mysterious lyrical phrase from today's reading, when the fullness of time had come. How intriguing, something about this particular point in time, the geopolitical dynamics of the Roman Empire, the technological advances, the placement in Israel's history, made it the fullness of time moment when the temporal needed to be punctured by the eternal and forever changed. And so here is the arrival of Jesus into the world and the fullness of time, and it changed everything. And yet, the arrival of Jesus, though it changed everything, it didn't change everything overnight. You know, the only thing that was being changed at the birth of Jesus were Jesus' diapers. All right. He, baby Jesus didn't all of a sudden start get, getting to work on day one, changing the world. It took time. There was a process because Jesus came as a baby, as a helpless little babe, and then he grew up as a boy and he had to learn and, and grow and, and he had to take time to prepare and get himself ready in a sense for his public ministry at age 30. And so it didn't happen overnight. He didn't change the world overnight. And yet God's hand, like there were no miracles, nothing remarkable going on in his life. And yet God's hand was at work all along the way. The entire time as he was growing up, God's hand was at work. And so Jesus is coming as remarkable and world-changing as it was, was only one step in the process. It was part of God's plan. He had to learn and he had to grow. And God's plan for Jesus included time. It had to be in the right time. And at the right time, he was born into the world. And at the right time, he began his public ministry. And at the right time, he went to the cross. And at the right time, he will come again. You see, time and timing is, is a part of God's plan. So what am I trying to say here? What am I saying? I'm saying this. God's plan always includes his perfect timing. And God's hand is always at work along the way. God's plan and God's hand. God's plan always involves his perfect timing and God's hand always is at work along the way. You can bank on it. 
It was true and has been true in the life of Jesus, and it is true in the life of every single Jesus follower. That time and timing is a part of it. You can trust his timing, and you can trust that his hand is at work. You can trust that his heart is to grow you and to change you and to make you more into the image of Christ. There's a quote from Louis Giglio that that I saw back in 2015 that I want to share with you. I love this quote. He says, if you take time out of the process, you take great out of the result. Don't despise the grind. Embrace the journey. You see, we can't take time out of the process or we, revol- we remove everything that God is doing, all the work that he's doing. You, if you take time out of the process, you take great out of the result. Don't despise the grind. Embrace the journey. Because God's plan always involves his perfect timing, and yet God's hand is always at work along the way. You know, my hope for you in 2022 is is that it will be the greatest year of spiritual growth you've ever had. My hope for you is that 2022 will be your greatest year of spiritual growth. That's what I want for you. And yet, it doesn't really matter what I want, does it? It matters what you want. Because it's not going to happen unless you want it. It's not going to happen unless you trust God and and go after it. So today, you know, this weekend, if you just want to celebrate the coming of Jesus and you want to thank the Lord for, for coming in the flesh, man, do that. Let's be grateful this weekend. And yet I want to challenge you to to something more. I'm going to challenge you to take it a step further because the arrival of Jesus took place in order to change you. The arrival of Jesus took place in order to change me. And so in this new year, here's my challenge to you. Would you let the word made flesh change you? Would you let the Word of God grow you? Would you let Him change you? Would you let His Word grow you? Would you allow the Word of God to grow you? And so I want to ask you just in this moment, I'm just going to kind of wrap up here this morning, would you just kind of bow your head with me and and just assume an attitude of prayer for just a moment? Would you take a moment to just tell the Lord this, if this is your desire to to be changed, to grow in 2022, would you make this your prayer? Would you just simply say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you, I trust your timing. I trust that your hand is at work in my life. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I wanna follow you. I wanna grow in you. And so would you help me in this? Would you make that your prayer today? Father, we ask that this would be a year of growth unlike any other. God, for every single person that's listening today, God, for every person in our friendship family of faith, God, I pray that for my life that this would be a year of change unlike any other. This would be a year of the greatest spiritual growth in my life ever. I pray that for every person and for our church as a whole. We want to trust you. We want to follow you. We want to grow in your word. And so, God, would you help us in this in 2022? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.